Welcome to A Creative Affair. Uh, I'm Len Metcalf and I'm here with Bree. And uh, today we're talking about adding more beauty to the world. Now, uh, the other week I was, uh, we invited Doug Shimnery to uh, present uh, through the uh, internet over the airwaves to our group and we were running an abstract retreat and uh, we asked Doug to talk and he he made this incredibly interesting statement where he said uh, the world is is full of enough crap and and rubbish and shit and and sadness and uh, I'm not quoting him very well here at all but basically saying the world's full of enough scary terrible things um my mission for myself is to add more beauty to the world. So today we thought, well, let's talk about this idea about adding more beauty into the world um, uh, to cheer ourselves up and because it's a it's a worthy thing. Do you think it is a worthy thing, Bree? Uh, <laughs> I... I think the idea of adding more beauty to the world feels so, um, you know, indulgent almost. Remember our conversation? Oh, we're back about to it. indulgence again. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> and true. also, it feels really expansive. I feel like my heart expands when I'm thinking about when I'm looking at beautiful work, when I'm making when. I'm making what I perceive as beautiful work and then I'm putting it out to the world. I, I feel like that's that I'm contributing in some way, you know? Um, I think there is enough, uh, like there's plenty of scary, terrible things in the world that, and we don't have to hide from those things and pretend they don't exist. But for sure, I personally want to balance my life with understanding what's out there, but also experiencing the beauty because our world does have so much beauty in it, which is one reason I like to do, um, you know, photograph out in the world and the landscape, but there are beautiful things everywhere. Right. So, um, mm. so yeah, love, I love this idea of adding more beauty. Why not? It is. And, uh, the world is quite a sad place and it can be quite depressive um watching the news and i know that i've personally stepped back from taking so much of that in and uh now i just look things up and i'll i'll scan through the the news uh irregularly to avoid some of that and i personally you know i suffer from anxiety and depression and those sort of things too in my life but uh, i i find uh, my environmental concerns about the world and, you know, climate change, and I feel this uh, sense of impending doom and, you know, absolute frustration in how slow we are to react on that. And uh, so often, you know, I, I'm, I reach out to people and say, what do I do about this? You know, like I'm trying as hard as I can to reduce my carbon footprint. I'm trying to educate as many people about it at the same time. You know, I'm not flying around the world at the moment. Um, I, I've pulled quite in. And the answer is to surround myself in positive, uh, beautiful things. And concentrating on beauty brings me to a happy place. 
and and it's this happy place that then removes the um, the fear and the anxiety and the depression. So adding more beautiful things is something I've instinctively done my whole life as an artist, uh, and I I tend not to go to the dark side. <laughs> So I have a couple of thoughts. One is beauty is subjective. And, you know, what one person thinks is beautiful, somebody else might not be. I mean, for sure, there's a collective of, you know, uh, I think in general, that society says, oh, that's beautiful. But I, it, I think it depends on what culture you grow up in and or, you know, you uh, you are immersed in and and so there are so many different ideas about what is beautiful out there that I find that totally fascinating too. The other thing that I wanted to comment on is that when, and I guess now our conversation has gone to like adding beauty, but also maybe finding beauty, you know, um, mm. I find that, uh, and I've talked about this before, we have this part of our brain. It's called the reticular activating system. I hope I said that right. And what its job is, is to, it's to, it, it has little missions. And so, and so when we, it's always trying to find evidence for the things that we are thinking. And so if we are thinking there are uh, you know, if we want our minds to look for beauty, then for sure, creating beauty, I think it can start with creating beauty. And then our that little part of our brain will then actively go look for more of it, which is really amazing. So even though there's all this yucky, scary crap out in the world, whatever it is that we deem that way, our minds can find all of the evidence that there is more beauty. That's kind of why I said expansive, because we can continue to find all of that. And I like adding beauty. And I find that when I'm making it, I make more of it because it's so enjoyable. <laughs> mm -hmm. Spending time in the wilderness and well, in nature, mother nature, in the bush, as, as we love to call it here in Australia, in the forests, in the uh, out out there in the wilds, I find incredibly in, inherently relaxing, and uh, I find that a beautiful place. And uh, uh, to me, that they're they're tied very strongly together, uh, as is the creative process. So when I'm in my happy place and I'm enjoying that, and uh, uh, I can, I don't know, relax. I can, uh, it makes me happy. Like if we if really boil down to it, it's a, it's a happy thing to be making art uh, around uh, things that I find uh, exciting and beautiful. And that doesn't mean that we make all our art, you know, is beautiful because for sure, there are things that we might want to say with our art that might not be so beautiful. Like if we want to make art about all of those, you know, scary, yucky, terrible things in the world, <laughs> that's, that's totally, you know, that is a thing. Like we might want to make a statement about that, but also 
it is enjoyable. You talked about being happy. It is enjoyable to find beautiful things, to find the beauty here. And then also how satisfying is it to add to it? You know, we talked in, um, in, a and I don't know what episode, whatever it will release season, probably our last episode, we just recorded another one, but we, <laughs> we talked about like why we make art. And I think this is tied to it. Like sometimes we make art because we just want to experience the beauty and the, the pure like passion and satisfaction and peace that we get when we are adding that to the world, when we're creating it and then sharing it. Mm, very much so. Sometimes, uh, you know, if we have a bitter pill to swallow, coating it in sugar is an interesting concept, isn't it? And uh, whilst I, I make, I hopefully I make beautiful art, and that's well, I think I do, and I'm uh, I love it that way. Uh, when I'm presenting, I often use that as a as a method to uh, slip in the bitter pill. Uh, like I've already done uh, so far today, talking just briefly about environmentalism, uh, that's one of my messages that I love to keep telling people over and over, uh, you know, how important the trees are and let's save them, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and let's do something active about our environment uh, so we don't have this catastrophe of climate change, this emergency that's there. Uh, I was talking to the Royal Photographic Society and I was using my beautiful photographs of the Tarkine uh, and at the same time talking about the what's actually happening environmentally there. And instead of showing uh, the areas that are being mined and uh, uh, the pollution in the rivers and uh, the clear felling, I took the other approach and went for here are all the beautiful bits and this is what I'm trying to save and this is how fast it's disappearing. But uh, as you're looking at these beautiful things, these are what is actually under threat. And I think I, I tend to work in that sort of mode uh, in, of positivity. Um, and so adding more beauty uh, becomes a way to talk about some of these things that are, are much more difficult and hard, uh, harder messages to get across to people. It's not like you are totally ignoring the other side of it, right? Like we don't, I don't think necessarily that we want to use this adding beauty or finding beauty to ignore the things that are going on in the world. But having that be this positive message, doesn't that feel so much better anyway? Right? Like, <laughs> it does. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, we talk, we talk a lot about our creative passions and why we do these things. And I think a lot of us just want to feel good. And so, I mean, sometimes art can be an outlet for, you know, how we are feeling, but it's, it's so we can, express so much. And when we are trying to express happiness and the, um, and, and, and being able to contribute to adding beauty, I, I think that we can find ways to, I think we, if we want to, we can find ways to do that. I think it's just a beautiful idea, beauty, beautiful. This is what I'm here for. <laughs> 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 and I, oh, 
so I want to say this other thing. Um, I think it was Brooks Jensen. He talks about the, like these one-off images that are kind of sickly sweet. And I don't think he used those words. What did he call them? Oh, darn it. I can't. Mm. Oh, you will love this phrase, Lynn. Are you guys ready? So if you don't know who yes. Brooks Jensen is, he's, he's a photographer, but he also has like an online, he has, he has a multiple publications and he does a lot of the same things that you do. Um, but you have a whole like school and stuff, Lynn. So he calls these one off ultra beautiful photographs. He calls them orgasmographs. Oh, aren't they beautiful? <laughs> And this is like, it's like over the top single beautiful images, but what is wrong with that? Like let sometimes we just like, we just want to be totally immersed in this amazingly crazy sunset or gorgeous colors or, you know what I like, I love the color blue. I'd love to see an all blue painting that has so many different colors and maybe textures and, you know, that kind of stuff. But anyway, orgasmographs. I love that phrase. I love that word. I'm working on an exhibition called Rhapsody in Blue, and that's with a painter. And every, the, the theme is the, the enjoyment of blue. Um, anyway, uh, we, we'll have uh, Julie Fox on one day and talk to her about her art and how she paints um, as an episode coming up. Now, I also have a shout-out to Brooks because I owe him my embracing my name, Len, and his magazine, uh, uh, Len's Work actually inspired me to embrace my nickname, Len, because I'm a Leonard. And when I was young, I was very much it's Leonard. <laughs> and uh, uh, Brooks with Len's work inspired me to name my business Len's School. And that's where I got the idea from. And now I publish Len's Journal and I have Len's Club. And uh, anyway, it's become a joke. And uh, <laughs> now I have the Len's Show on YouTube as well. So uh but notice Thank this you, podcast Brooks. is Thank not you. called Lens Podcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, because this is a, a beautiful collaboration with you, Brie. And that's uh, right. It's uh, our affair. It's a shared journey. And this what's really, really special about our podcast is the conversation between us. Yes. But isn't it so so wonderful that we can actually indulge in adding more beauty into the world and we can get uh, so much extra benefit from it for our psyche, uh, yeah. not only by being in beautiful places, but by uh, doing something for ourselves and for others, and even for that place itself, all at the same time. Uh, I think that that is in itself beautiful and um, is adding more beauty into the world. <laughs> I think it is a wonderful, wonderful work to put out, to create just for the pure sake of putting, you know, putting more beauty out into the world or adding mm -hmm. beauty into the world. And I, I think that's such a, I, I kind of think it's a noble cause <laughs> and, and I hope that if you have something, if you're listening to this and you have something that you think is beautiful and, you know, we've talked on other episodes about sharing work and you don't have to, but if you have something that you think is beautiful and you've been hesitating to share, just do it. 
because there's so much stuff in the world that isn't beautiful. We need more. And specifically, we need more of what so many different kinds of people think is beautiful. Like we need more individual um, people creating uniquely beautiful work. And so I just urge you to do more of it, put it out there, create more. Let's have more of it. We can, I can never get enough. I don't know about you, Lynn. It's like, it's like, it's, it's like, I can never be satiated with beautiful work. Could you? Oh, no, I, I definitely, and I only interact with beautiful work. If I go to an art gallery, uh, I'm wandering along, uh, I tend to gravitate to certain works and there's others that I'll walk, walk straight past. But this raises a question for me and I'm going to just ask you straight out, Brie, what is uh, beauty? <laughs> what is beautiful? <laughs> what, you know, how do we know when we have something that is beautiful? What is beauty? What is beautiful? Well, I think it's accumulation. I talked before about our environment, like what culture we um, might be immersed in, how we were raised, um, maybe even like opinions of other people, you know, but ultimately for you, for me, for me, yes, that's my what, interesting. <laughs> what I th- like, do you want me to describe it or here's the thing? How I describe it is with a feeling and it's right. Okay. So here we go. (laughs) I'm just going to pull this mic a little tiny bit closer. So the feeling is I like it when I see a beautiful work, I'm so glad you asked this question. When I see something that's beautiful, um, or even when I'm photographing and creating something that's beautiful, it's very similar. Like I could see something and think I need to make a photograph of that, or I could see, go to, um, an art, a gallery and, you know, see a piece of art, but it all starts like deep in my chest. And it's this like, almost like this slow kind of building of like warmth and light and maybe a little bit of like, if I could describe it, uh, like pink happiness. And then all of a sudden, like I just get filled. I get, I get filled with this feeling and it just like bursts out of me. (laughs) I don't know if that's like a great description, but I think there's something that happens within us when we, when we are witnessing something that's beautiful, that we feel this like warmth and love and joy, like this pure joy. And however you describe it, how it feels inside you or, you know, your personal experience, it was going to be unique to you. Um, but that's kind of how it happens for me. It sounds like there's a hormone being released. Doesn't maybe. it? There's a chemical maybe. coming out, and uh, and it's uh, maybe it's a may, maybe it's an endorphin, or maybe it's a one of the love chemicals that's coming out. And I would have actually equated it with the same feeling that that um, what is beauty, uh, and it, as a very personal answer rather than as an outward answer to the rest of the world. Uh, for me, beauty is things that excite me that make me feel good, that make me feel warm and fuzzy, that make me feel love. Um, and uh, I, as someone who loves nature, uh, um, uh, I see so much beauty in nature. And if I have to question what is beauty, I, that's one of the answers that I can turn to is go, well, 
when I see it in nature, um, I get those same sort of feelings and it, it, it moves me very much. So, and it, I, I think, Bree, because you're a musician, um, you actually are very attuned to this because it's exactly the same feeling when you get the perfect harmony. Oh, I was just thinking, no, it's, it's more like, um, when you're in tune, when you're tuning, like if I was playing with someone else and we're in the, we play the same note to become on the same wavelength, you know, and there's this, um, I'm sorry, my dog is just barking. If I hope you can't hear it, but you probably can. So, but there's this like beat, this undulation when you're perfectly aligned and that, or like it could be harmony, but that happens too at the same time when you're perfectly harmonized, you have this, this wave pattern that's almost like a beat and you can feel it mm. and you just, it's this, en- it like, it's this energy and you think, ah, this is, a, this is it, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, that's a really beautiful thing too. Like, I don't even have to see it. I can hear it. And that to me is like really beautiful. Mm. Uh, actually, when you're um, working with people and uh, you feel this connection with them, you uh, it, it also has a beat to it too. And uh, uh, they talk about that you're actually probably breathing at the same um, the same time, and you, you, your your bodies become in harmony with each other. And, and you know, if someone's very stressed, you actually lead them by breathing the same as them and then actually slowing them down to bring them into a much more relaxed state. So you actually can pace other people in this process as well. It's the same with art though, isn't it? That you end up in this um, daze of, uh, of, um, of harmony with some, with something else. I think I've got, we, we probably don't have, I don't have the, probably the correct term for the word harmony in my vocabulary, but this, uh, simpatico, this, um, feeling, this, uh, lovely warmth and emotion and this incredible connection with something. So, uh, Beauty just isn't an internal feeling, but it's also this connection with the object and it's like, oh, it's really speaking to me and uh, uh, it's welling up all sorts of interesting um, uh, emotions. And how amazing is it that by putting something out to the world that we think is beautiful, we're going to like someone else is going to have that experience, whether listening to it or viewing it, you know, um, in whatever way it is that we make. And then they are going to have that connection with our art and maybe even with us. We might not even ever know them. And that to me is really amazing. Like that's how we can, uh, that's how everything kind of gets connected, you know, in the world. I think, um, I just, I just think that that is beautiful. That thinking is really beautiful in itself. Mm, it is. I, on the weekend, we launched our Love Affair of Trees book that I did with Jody Rose, and we actually had uh, some of the authors in the book there, and uh, a lot of the dancers, these ballet and contemporary dancers who danced with our trees that Jody and I um, created these incredibly beautiful photographs um, together with, and they, it was incredibly heartwarming 
to to see someone pick up this book and uh, uh, actually witness as they were flipping through, not only discovering themselves, but other people discovering the beauty in there and this immersion back into the book. And it was, uh, it was so heartwarming. And like we, as a process, we decided, well, this book is about adding more beauty to the world and it's celebrating the life of trees and celebrating dance as a medium, uh, that has so many similarities with trees too, uh, and pulling them together so that it became uh, this incredibly shared moment of um, of affirmation and uh, bringing more beauty into the world. Oh, it was Brie. I wish you were there. It was dang it. I, I wish I was too. Well, I had too. tears. I was crying. I'm jealous. I was I'm crying. so jealous. <laughs> well, I had that same, like a similar experience when I was just, when you're describing it, I'm like, yes, because when I, um, I did this, my own exhibition at my home in, it was last year, March of 2021, but I, I was, I basically worked on it all of 2020 and, and I didn't know because I had never, well, I had, I had played music for people before, like I'd performed and, you know, I get that, but there's something different about being present when someone is taking the time to view something right in front of you and you're right there and Mm. you can see them. Like when I've performed before, it's to an audience and then afterwards, you know, they can come up to you maybe, or maybe not, you know, you never know. And sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. And, but in this case, my work was right there and it was tangible. And I had friends and family that came and it was, of course, they're going to be so complimentary, you know, but, (laughs) but to be able to have someone there right next to you and be able to like, also have that physical connection and, and watch them light up at different times because people didn't connect to everything. And that was really interesting to me that what, and I, that that was like an eyewitness, not uh, that everyone doesn't think that everything is beautiful, that we all have different opinions about what it is. And it was, I just, there was so much energy and love and, and admiration for the earth. And it was, it was awesome. Totally awesome. Mm. Loved it. And I could see how that was super satisfying for you too. So. Very much so. It's, it's interesting because when we talk about beauty, uh, rather than talking about ob- objectively, this is what um, beauty is, what we're getting to here is it's a subjective thing. And when we start adding a, a creative element to it, we have an aesthetics coming in. And uh, this really reminds me that uh, aesthetic judgment really comes from. Um, a feeling, and uh, it's tied very much to the same feeling of beauty that we have, and it's different for each of us, and it's not universal, and uh, uh, what we are attracted to and and what we sense as beautiful uh, is different for each one of us. And uh, what we what we do share, though, is this in- incredible. Um, 
uh, sense of feelings and reactions when we we see it uh, or we feel it. Uh, it's hard to describe what it is, but we know it when we see it or we listen to it or we hear it or we have that connection. And so often people go, you know, oh, what should I be doing? Well, you've got to be chasing this feeling as an artist. And I think what Doug was saying when he, when he was mentioning this, well, there's, there's so much terrible things in the world, I'm going to chase this feeling of beauty and keep adding to it. He was actually re telling us a whole lot about how he is working as an artist, and I find that absolutely fascinating. Completely. So I think one thing that we can do is go out and look for inspiration of what you think is beautiful and pay attention to the emotions, like, like really what happens to you when you're experiencing that. Because then when you go to create something that's really beautiful that you connect with, and then you'll know, like you'll be able to experience the same kind of emotion and have the same experiences. I think that's mm. amazing. Let's all add beauty to the world. <laughs> oh, I agree with you totally. And what a, a beautiful place to, to finish today. Thank you for joining us in our creative affair. If you love the passion we bring to this creative content, please support the podcast by sharing with a friend, subscribing, and leaving us a review. Thanks. If you'd like to learn more about creative photography, visit lenmetcalf.com, where you can find links to Len's photography school, videos, and publications. He would love to invite you to sign up to his newsletter. To find out more about my work, including my photography and mentoring in my Creative Confidence group coaching program, visit creativemindscoach.com. See you next time.